0: ready for the uncloseted conservative hour you've been waiting for no censors no fake news just facts and the freedom to speak them friends if you are still in the conservative closet i've got one question for you why We've sat in silence, we've been on the sidelines for years, how has it been working out? That's why it's an uncloseted conservative revolution right here, right now. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host and the original uncloseted conservative guy. So glad you're here. Thanks for joining uh, the Joe Mobley Show, you uncloseted conservative Jew. I see you there in the chat. Thanks, as always, uh, to the live audience. I love seeing your comments, even if I don't uh, get to them on screen, guys. I see your comments. I, I see them all uh, here on the different streaming uh, platforms. Podcast audience. Hello. It's uh, it's tomorrow, and, and you're listening on podcast. Thank you guys so much. As you know, the show is presented by Birch Gold Group. Guys, Birch has a free information kit for you. Listen, um, in times of ambiguity, the best thing to get is facts, to get clear, to get information so that you are not uh, dealing in hypotheticals and unknowns. Birch has got the facts for you, uh, what you need to know. Um, about investing in a precious metals IRA. They also have physical uh, precious metals, physical gold and silver products for you. All you need to do to learn more about Birch Gold to start uh, your relationship with them and turn your financial situation around is text Mobley to 989898. That's Mobley to 989898. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Guys, awesome show for you today. We've got uh, guest Entrepreneur, extraordinaire, ex- extraordinary uh, man of faith, patriot, and general in in the army uh, that's fighting the culture war. We've got the one and only Clay Clark. who's going to be joining us during the second half of the show. Uh, of course, he's doing his thing with the Reawaken America tour, uh, and literally everyone's there. Uh, Dr. Simone Gold was there just before she started uh, her her. You know, I'm just going to call it what it is. Her political. Uh, prisoner uh, sentence of I think it's sixty days. Um, Mike Lindell, uh, General Mike Flynn, uh, Cash Patel, many, many, many great American patriots uh, on on the Reawaken America tour. Uh, there's still a couple of stops left. There's still time for you to get on. You can go to the Joe Show dot com slash events uh, to see how you can. Get tickets, get connected with Clay, get uh, on the Reawaken America Tour uh, for an event. They've got Rochester, New York. They've got Tulsa, Oklahoma. There may be another stop uh, um, that's escaping my memory right now. Uh, Yeah, so all that and more, and it all starts right now. Now, that is very interesting. I've got the wrong thing selected for headphones here. All right, let's try that. Okay, so, hmm, hopefully you heard that. I did not just hear the bumper, which was a strange experience. I could see it, but I couldn't hear it. Uh, So hopefully it went out. If it didn't, then that's what post is for, guys. So this week's a little bit of a different week. So shows are going to be a little bit jumbled. I put out some stuff on social media if you follow me on any of my socials. Uh, but uh, things are going to be a little bit out of order today uh, or this week. I'm I'm spending the week in the swamp in D.C., um, just in the heart of D.C. there uh, at, uh, I forget the name of the hotel, but the Young America's Foundation, so YAF. Uh, their National Conservative Student Conference is this week. Uh, they've got awesome speakers. There, were, Ted Cruz was on last night. I think Mike Pence is on right now, uh, actually. Uh, but I'm I'm here at my home in Leesburg, obviously missing that. Uh, gonna catch Christy Noem on Thursday. Uh, they've got Dr. Ben Carson. Just literally, just everyone. Uh, is going to be there. Uh, But I'm covering that event all week long. Uh, So we've got Farron from Farron Balanced on the show this week. Uh, She was supposed to be on tomorrow. But Farron, I'm actually going to have to reschedule with you unless we can do a pre-record. So I'll be reaching out to you right after uh, the stream so we can get that squared away. Um, So I was there all day yesterday, truly an all-day event. I mean, this thing goes from like 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., uh, and it's interesting to see there are all the different crowds. There's like the CPAC crowd, there's the uh, the Turning Point crowd, um, there's a PragerU crowd, and you can kind of see these different brands of conservatism. Um, YAF has its own crowd of people. It was it was really awesome and um, unique and interesting to see all of these young, uh, you know, college age kids out there, uh, which is. I guess now that I'm in my mid-30s, then it's true. They really are. They look and act like kids. They they seem smaller than I remember. I, I felt like when I was that age, I was bigger. I, I felt like I I looked different. And I, I look at these kids and I'm like, no, I probably look just as scrawny and uh, childlike as they do. Um, but here I am, you know, 11 years of Army and four kids later. Uh, and it's like, adulting at its finest. But anyway, I'm going to be covering that event all week this week. Um, if you're in the DC area, then stop by. I'd love to say hey, love to uh, take a selfie uh, with you guys. <clears throat> um, and on the uh, on that note, uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Make sure that you email me your questions, your comments, things that you like about the show, uh, guests that you'd like to have on, topics you'd like to have Covered. Send all of those emails to ask at dot com. I love getting your emails. Uh, and guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna start the ticker here because that's what pays the bills. Lots of ways that you can support the Joe Mobile Show. You can go to thejmobileshow dot com slash support uh, slash donate. You can just go to thejmobileshow dot and just check out the website. And uh, yeah, so that's that's how we do it. Uh, I do want to say. One of the things that I noticed about the young people there, uh, and I, I interviewed dozens, if not hundreds, of of uh, you know college age uh, kids y- yesterday and last night, uh, and I'll interview dozens or hundreds more as the week goes on. Um, I didn't bring this up when I uh, spoke to Scott Walker. So Governor Scott Walker is going to be on the show. Um, recording an interview with him tomorrow at 1230. So it'll either be on tomorrow's 1 p.m. Eastern broadcast, or um, I might just drop it as an exclusive. But anyway, uh, you guys will see that interview uh, soon. The first place to see it is obviously locals in my locals community. They get all the exclusive content and the early access um, to pre-records. But you know, next time, probably later today or tomorrow when I talk to Scott, I'll definitely remember to bring this up to him. But you see all these young people. And you, as an adult, we have these experiences in the workplace. We have these experiences in our churches, in our life groups, and our groups of friends, um, where we can see the different dynamics of personalities. And you can see that there are influences. There's like a power dynamic in, in all of these encounters. Um, one of the things that just bothers me is, the reality of the assault on masculinity, the, re- the reality of the war on men, uh, because there is, there's a war on men, um, and we're hearing what it is to be masculine is bad. Uh, you know, a man trying to opine, trying to uh, state their position or explain their position is called mansplaining. It's meant to be pejorative. It's meant to be bad. Um. Just like in the culture war with CRT, they're telling white people to be less white, uh, figure out how to be less white, act less white, how to be less of an oppressor. Uh, with men, we're, we're teaching and training our boys, our teens, and even our adult men. We're trying to reprogram them to be less of a man, to be less masculine, uh, which is really really a terrible thing to do. If you know anything about history, if you know anything about philosophy, you can even do it as a thought experiment. But surely you've heard uh, the phrase somewhere in pop culture that hard times make hard men. Hard men make good times. Good times make soft men and soft men or weak men make bad times. Uh, So... You know, these guys over my shoulder, George Washington and the gang, uh, they were some hard men that, you know, this is Christmas Eve. And instead of being with their families, they're crossing a frozen river to go and kill people. Uh, They're they're crossing it overnight so they, they can go and kill people at the break of dawn. This is... This is a society of hard men. Everyone knows because of pop culture, because of Hollywood. Everyone probably thinks of Sparta this way. You know, they they trained up their men to be warriors from a young age. Um, they they had to live in the wilderness. Literally, only the weak or only the strong survived. And uh, then you see kind of this this move towards the the academic, the intelligentsia, the um, the sophisticated man that was above fighting. Who forms this? They have this senate. Um, this, this Roman council type deal, which obviously <laughs> led to their to their downfall. Um, and yeah, there there are plenty of other factors uh, that play. But there's something to be said for a culture that honors what it is to be man and honors what it is to be woman, a, culture that celebrates um, young girls being trained up to be, women and young men being trained up to be men and all the things that are feminine and all the things that are masculine. And we live in that place where the truth is no longer true. Uh, we live in that place where we're saying that that there aren't biological differences and that uh, gender construct uh, nonsense. But more than that, we're saying that it's bad to be masculine, but uh, it's good for women or for biological females. To become more masculine, uh, because that fights patriarchy. It it it's an ends justifies the means type thing that we have going on. Um, but who's who's getting swept up in all of this is young men, and that that takes me back to the YAF event, uh, speaking to these young men. Um, you know, I, I had an interview with one particular student, and there was just no confidence in his presentation. There was no confidence in in himself and his answers in his own opinion. And the strange thing was I went up and talked to him because he appeared to have all the confidence in the world. I mean, all all of the students and everyone there, it's a nice event. So you, you wear suits. Um, You know, it's a, it's a Sunday's best type situation. But this guy, we're inside. It's nighttime. He's got on sunglasses. He's got big hair. Instead of just wearing a suit, he's like wearing a tux. But the blazer part of the tux, the jacket is like a light blue dinner jacket. He's got a bow tie. I'm like, this guy screams confidence and attention. And what I should have known is Uh, he was actually just like the number two. There was another guy uh, who was kind of dressed like him, but his jacket wasn't as bright. Um, So I thought that this guy was the alpha and his buddy had on like the Marty McFly Back to the Future, you know, sunglasses again, inside at night. Um, So these are those guys. Now, the one guy was very confident, but Blue Blazer Kid, you know, I talked to him and he's kind of, he's kind of responding like this. and I say, hey, who are you most excited to see here at the AF 2022 conference? And he says, oh, I'm kind of excited to see, um, I think Dr. Ben. And I'm like, are are you speaking? I can't hear what you're saying. Who's your favorite speaker? might be um. And I'm like, dude, and like I'm in his face. Like we are no more than five feet apart. You know, we're probably four, four and a half, three feet, whatever. And I just thought about it. I was like, man, that was kind of strange. But I go on and I, I keep doing my thing. I'm interviewing more and more people. Uh, and this guy is not at all uncommon. Uh, if anything, th- this guy is is the rule, not the exception. Every, everyone's kind of... Uh, oh, I didn't change the... Uh, Oh gosh, let me click on this. I did not change the image there. Uh this guy is the norm. Like all of these dudes are <sighs> okay. So that word, the word that popped into my mind is castrated. They're not castrated, but they're kind of soft, uh kind of squishy, um, not, not very firm. Um I got a I got a something up here um someone brought to my attention hey thanks for pointing that out uh in the chat we'll get it fixed right now while I'm telling the story so I, I get that awesome experience of like trying to tell a story and solve a problem like use both sides of my brain here um yeah but he he really was he he wasn't very confident. Uh, he didn't have much of a sense of self, um, but neither did any of the guys there. And what it turns into, while we're being told that there's this evil patriarchy and blah, 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 um, we're being told all of this you know, nonsense that we know are lies. In reality, all of the Gusto, all of the confidence, all of the mm, captivating uh people are the women. uh and you know, if you're a fan of the show, you know i've I've said it time and time again. uh the man in the arena these days is almost always a woman and and men we're we're nowhere to be found. Guys, if we don't do something, there we go, it's fixed now. Guys, if we don't do something to uh, fix this, to to get into the arena, to get onto the battlefield, to say, you know, I'm a man, masculinity is not bad. I refuse to let my society crumble. I refuse to be told that Uh, coming to the defense of someone who's weaker, who's smaller, who's maybe a woman, is bad um, because they can do it themselves or or whatever it is. If we don't right the ship here, then we are screwed. Uh, We are majorly screwed. Okay, so um, lots of confusion on getter. Guys, just close out of that window. uh, A refresh or close out of the window. Um, It looks like 150 13 of you or, or 155 of you are in one and 113 are in another. Um, that's my bad. It, it was like a double broadcast boo-boo. Um, click on the one that has the Young America's Foundation, the YAF logo. It says 2022 conference on it. That is the correct stream. Um, sorry, if, if you got left in the OUST AOC group, that was uh, my mistake. Um yeah, sorry. Uh but you know, since we mentioned it, go ahead and support uh candidate for oh, I think for uh New York's 8th or 10th. It's um it's an area in Brooklyn there. Not AOC's district, I think it's New York's 14. Um but uh Yuri <coughs> Yuri, what's your last name? Deshevsky. Uh Yuri Deshevsky's uh he is a uh Russian American Um, who is running for Congress down there uh, for the Federal Congress. So uh, Yuri, the number four, uh, us.com is his website. Make sure that you support him, guys. Um, Yeah, okay. All right, so that's getting strained out. People are getting to the right place. Awesome, awesome. Thanks, guys. And thanks again for pointing that out to me in the chat. Uh, Let's click on that. And all right, so... Because that happened, I've got to check the Rumble feed as well. Okay. Okay. And we'll click on it. Uh-huh. And all right. All right. So we're good to go. We're good to go in all the places and see. But now I'm getting nervous. My phone is buzz buzz buzzing. And um, most everyone knows. Uh what I do every day at one. All right, here we go. Um, okay, so it looks like that it looks like we're good. It looks like we're streaming all the places we're supposed to be streaming. All right. So uh Clay Clark's gonna be joining us soon. I am a little bit behind. I hope I have time to get to I I gotta have time to get to this. Oh man, it's seven minutes though. Uh, uh screw it. We'll just yeah, we'll <laughs> we will get to it. Um So that's all I'll say uh, about this guy, about this young man. I I do want to put up my favorite uh, What is a Woman interview so we can talk about it some. But just a word of encouragement. Um, You've got to be secure in who you are. You know, as a veteran, people ask me all the time, uh, usually young people, um, they don't ask what the military was like. They don't ask like what your favorite part was. They usually ask the same thing. They they come to you and they're in this place of thinking about joining the military and they want to know, should they join or should they not join? And political ideological nonsense aside, I always say the same thing. If you have a firm sense of who you are uh, which I believe is an identity rooted in Christ. What's true about me is what God says about me. Not mom, not dad, not teacher, not boss, not wife, not girlfriend, not boyfriend, um, not children. What God says about you is true. Uh, if you're an irreligious person, then whew, that that's a tall order. I, I guess it would have to be what you say about you is true, which is not, um, you know, and and anorexic person or a bulimic person who their their body fat percentage is two or three percent it's dangerously low and they believe that they're fat uh but anyway if you have a firm sense of self you know who you are there's a firm foundation an immovable foundation then yes you you can join the military that that could be fine um should be a good experience but there there isn't a lot of danger in it if you don't know who you are if you have no strong sense of self then it's it's a coin toss if you if you don't have a firm sense of self then the military is going to turn you into what their identity is um, and that can be pretty catastrophic. Obviously, like the Marine Corps is very prestigious. Um, you know, the few, the proud, the Marines, raw, all that type stuff. But the Marines have a farm identity and, and it's not what a lot of people think it is, discipline, or, you know, every Marine's a rifleman. Um, a Marine is and should be a very proficient killer. Uh, so, you can take on the identity of your purpose is to kill um where where's the next enemy where's the next thing that i'm supposed to destroy and if you don't have a firm sense of self that's what you will become what's important in the army uh the marksmanship uh running oh my gosh the army is a culture of running you know uh the the father of modern army combatives, the MACP program, um, which is actually a combative thing that goes DOD wide, says, you know, it's such a shame because you can go to a unit and say, hey, who's the best fighter? They'll have no clue. You might be able to say, who's the best shooter? And they'll be like, oh, this person shot the best at the range or that person. You say, who's the best runner? Everyone knows people's one mile, their two mile, their split times, their three mile, maybe out to 10 miles, how fast they can do 400 meter sprints. Everyone knows these like really detailed analyses of the running capabilities in the group, who's in in ability group Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, et cetera. And it's it's very much a, a culture. It's a culture of physical fitness. It's definitely a culture of running. It's a culture of, you know, what what the army is and and the Air Force and the Navy. And I can only assume the Space Force. Um, I'll say Coast Guard's culture is actually a lot different than people might think it is. Talk about a discipline, uh, an honorable group, uh, incredible uh, service members in the Coast Guard. But anyway, I digress. <sighs> when they asked me this, it's it, hey, if you have a firm sense of self, then yeah, you know, join up. Maybe you'll do a tour. Maybe you'll do that one contract. Maybe you'll do. Twenty plus years. Um, it, it it should be a fine experience. Uh, don't know why I went off on that, but let's get into this video, guys. So this is my my favorite uh, my favorite one of the segments from What is a Woman uh, with Professor Patrick. Uh, last name is just as confusing as all this gender nonsense. Uh, so let's let's take a look at his his uh, interview together. What we do
1: in in gender studies is not just reduce gender to what psychologists
0: make call. So of course, uh just take note there here. Let me come off the screen. This guy is a professor of women, gender, and sexuality studies at the University of Tennessee. Uh again, who the heck knows how to say this? Dr. Patrick Zenka, Brizenka, Grenka, who the heck knows? Um But you you take one look at this guy, and because the symbolism is real, folks. I mean you you take one look at this guy and it's like, "Come on, come on you you're trying to fulfill it like a like a stereotype. I mean, this is it's funny. it's like the stereotype of what would have been probably an old out of shape, you know beer-drinking racist guy from the 70s. But what's old is new again. So uh, uh, here's Dr. G.
1: All individual differences, but rather thinking about gender. And that's not women and man, but gender as a, as a social form, something that kind of infuses itself into virtually all aspects of social life.
2: Let's talk about that then. Uh, I guess we should start with, we've got...
0: So I think that Matt Walsh is an incredible interviewer. I think he does a great job in the documentary. Um, it's hard not to get derailed because they offer up so much juicy nonsense to dig into. Um, one of those one of those points being gender is is beyond comprehension, is what he's saying. It's impossibly nuanced, you know. And And it's always so burdensome. Their position is so impossibly nuanced that they couldn't possibly be bothered to explain it or defend it or to be able to explain it at at the four levels of understanding from from the expert down to the five-year-old. They couldn't possibly be bothered with explaining their position, rationalizing, building out a premise for you. Uh, But then in the same breath, Professor G says that it is pervasive. It is in all things and in all interactions. It's something that is deeply intertwined with everything. It's it's like bullcrap. It's bullcrap. Is what it is. You know, like uh, water is pervasive to a fish. Um, but you know, if, if we were fish and we were still intelligent and reasoning beings, we'd be able to explain it. Like, what what is this? We live in in an oxygen-rich environment. We we live in an atmosphere of hydrogen, oxygen, nitrogen, these things. We can explain it even though it's present in all encounters, even though it is pervasive, it's everywhere. We can explain it at all levels of understanding. Um, So this is just part of the bull crap that that is just funny to me. Uh, But anyway, uh, Walsh is going to dig into it a bit. Gender and sex, right? Yeah. What's the difference between the two? Is there a
1: difference? I saw that in your questions and I thought, my goodness, this is what we spend an entire semester kind of thinking through. But what we tend to think about in the social sciences today is that sex refers to a set of biological characteristics and gender is a social construct or category. What I think is often misleading about that characterization is allowed to be sort of messy and complicated. But in that framing, when you split them up into these wholly discrete constructs, studies, scholars, and, and really more specifically, people who study gender and sex, we're not talking about sexuality right Huge. now. Um, in the kind of academic universe that I travel in, is that we see how deeply gendered ideas, um, cultural ideas about masculinity, feminine, maleness, and femaleness,
2: both in humans and in lots of other animals. So, are gender and sex two different things, or?
1: Well, I think that they they both are and they aren't. I'd be I'm comfortable saying that gender and sex are are two different constructs,
2: but they're deeply intertwined with each other. We're talking about gender and, and sex, and there's a
0: lot of controversies there. So, really, just just what he's saying is nonsense. It's nonsense, and they 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 kind of make a little mockery of it. They make a little parody of it. Uh, there but it's it's funny because it's true he he started out his I'm about to blow your mind I'm the professor I'm the guy uh that you come to because I'm I'm the professor of sex and gender and and women and all this nonsense these are those classic degrees that we make fun of lesbian dance theater blah 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 (sighs) He says, "Oh boy, you know, just the most basic thing. You know, what is what is gender, and how is how does that differ from sex?" He says, "This is what we spend an entire semester talking about." Okay, uh, I have degrees in you know, I have degrees in things that are pretty, pretty widespread. I've got a degree in music, and I have a degree in homeland security. But I can tell you what music is, or some of the basic principles of music, or if you, you know, if you said what is music, I could explain it to you. And it's funny because you often have to explain to people. I don't have any sheet music here, but you often have to explain to people that the sheet that to musicians that that's not music. Music isn't something you read; it's something you hear, uh, which is funny because that's something that you have to explain. That's a nuance that you have to make clear to people who are actually studying music in school is nothing matters but the thing that is heard. Not what it looks like, not the instruments, not the, the, the recording equipment. The thing that is heard is the music. That's it. Um, and then, of course, you've got the security world. There, there are principles of security. There are fundamentals of security. It's about harm reduction. It's about uh, risk mitigation. It's not acceptable to say, ah, this is what we spend an entire semester. Trying, ah, this is what we spend years talking about um okay but still what is it i i get it you spend years talking about it but what is it
2: if we're talking about a trans woman has all of the male physical characteristics so would that not be a male then couldn't we plainly say this person is a male
1: well, I guess it's like, why are you asking the question? I think I I want I want to understand.
0: This is a classic misdirect. The question is invalid if I don't understand why you're asking it. No, no. If someone says, "Uh, well, hey, does the uh." Does the earth revolve around the sun? Hey, before we get into the specifics of the answer, it's important for me to understand why you're asking the question. Guys, that's a red herring. What's important isn't why they're asking the question. What is important is the answer to the question. Socrates, pretty bright dude, unacceptable to shut down the line of question and say, excuse me, Socrates, uh, Socrates, I've heard it both ways. Um, why are you asking this? Like, why? What What? What exactly are you after? And sort of why
1: that's
2: so important. So if someone tells Just you... Just to, uh, to sort of understand reality, you know? Well, I mean, I think when someone tells you who they
1: are, you should believe them. So if a person says that they're a woman or they're a man... Then that's them telling you their gender is. i'm I'm not so sure what what social um, in- interactions would have to do with
2: with maleness or femaleness that we've well, I'm not to. even talking about social context. i'm just I'm just trying to start by getting to the truth, you know,
1: yeah. I mean, I'm really uncomfortable with that language of like g- getting to the truth again. In social why, why life, is that,
2: why is that uncomfortable?
1: Because that it sounds actually deeply transphobic to me. Um
0: and, if you, and, and if you keep probing, guys, this is this is reminiscent of uh, this is just reminiscent of uh, Josh Hawley's encounter. Bang! We're gonna stop the interview.
1: I, if I probe I, about what the truth is, you keep invoking the word truth which is condescending and rude. I'm saying to you... How is the word truth condescending and rude? Why don't you tell me what your truth is and you're walking on 30 seconds
2: more of the ice before I get up. What my truth is? Well, I don't think I really have a truth. I think that there's just the truth, like the reality.
0: And so... And this is this is exactly what they do. This is that same that Josh Hawley encounter that went viral with Professor Bridges. It's always a professor. And if you look at let me let, let me make it bigger. If you look at the face he's making right now, this is a classic. If you can see like the whites of someone's eyes around the iris, just like this guy's goofy haircut. You you probably know a lot about their political ideological beliefs, okay? I don't know what it is those AOCIs, it's a thing. It is a thing. You look around at these World Economic Forum types, um, and it is a full blown thing. So he's done the red herring of uh, why are you asking the question? No, 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 no. That's not what's important. That's an unacceptable argument to hit Socrates with or Aristotle or or let's get at it's it's about the premise, not why are you asking the question. We're trying to get at the truth. We are trying to get at these objective things. Okay. Truth, beauty, love, freedom, these are, these are things. This the real world is a is a real objective place. Okay. Any kid that jumps off of their mom's garage finds out some hard truths. It's not about why did they jump off? They thought they could fly. They were watching TV. I get it. Okay. We all do it. Um, because we're men and we're stupid. That's not true. If if you think that's true, go back and listen to the first half of the show. We talked about the war uh, on masculinity. All right, so uh, guys, Clay Clark is in the building. Uh, we, unfortunately we are going to have to leave uh, Professor G uh, behind, and that's just because I was dragging my feet getting through, getting through today's content. Um, he will be back. It's it's my favorite uh, my favorite interview. All right. The one and only Mr. Clay Clark. Guys, you can catch Clay, the Reawaken America Tour. Uh, go to the website. You can go to my website, djoemoblishow.com slash events. We'll take you there. Or it's it's not Thrive Time. Goodness gracious, Clay. What's the name of the site? It's uh, Well, you have Thrive Time
3: Show if you want to listen to the Thrive Time Show. We have, Clay, I've been doing you. podcasts for a very, very
0: long time. Now, currently about how to grow a business. Reason, which um, is always a Joe problem. That means that I've got the wrong uh, input coming to my ears. Let's no problem. All right. Try again. i will see if I can hear you. Check one. Check two. Can you hear me now? Okay. I'm still not getting you, which is still, it's always a jail problem, guys. I promise. I promise Mm. you can hear Clay. I can't. All right, Clay, I can hear you now. All right. Am I, am I there with you? (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're there with me. Uh, if you gave the website, the people heard it, uh, just not me. Okay, well, I was just going to say,
3: uh, just have quick housekeeping notes on that. You know, um, I have a, a show that I've done for years called The Thrive Time Show. I think this is like seven years, eight years I've done The Thrive Time Show where we've interviewed, you know, big time guests and it was how about how to grow a successful company and mm. you'd see your John Maxwell on there and your Wolfgang Puck and whatever. Well, then when uh, COVID-19 showed up, I discovered that All my listeners wanted to know, what are we going to do if they make us shut down our business? And so I'm an obsessive researcher. So I did my research and I discovered, wow, there are literally satanic people out there trying to implement this thing called COVID-19, the Great Reset, and they're not hiding it. And and if you do some basic research there, you you can find Klaus Schlapp's first book called COVID-19, the Great Reset. You can find his book there. And if you do some more research, you find a second book there called The Great Narrative. And in these perverse pages, they tell you their plan. They being Klaus Schwab and uh, they being his uh, uh, perverse uh, prophetic partner, his satanic pr- uh, prophetic partner, you've all a Harari. And so if you want to know about business, you go to thrivetimeshow.com. But the Reawaken America Tour, you can learn more about it at time freeamerica.com. So time com.
0: There we hey. go. Boom. Hey, I, I'm a listener uh, to the Thrive Time Show podcast because I... Have a business that I would like not to fail uh here it is we're we're in it now yeah. uh, and oh, I should launch it on the metaverse that that's the secret to success right there. uh so what have you got going on? Unfortunately, I'm not able to make it to the last uh stops of the tour um but but tell us about the tour. tell us about yeah. What you got going on, my brother? Well,
3: right now, I mean, housekeeping notes, we have three final uh, locations uh, you know, that I'm aware of right now. So we have Rochester, New York in August. We're getting very close to selling out. That's in August. Uh, and then we have a September, October. Uh, September will be at the Idaho-Washington border, Idaho-Washington border. And then October will be in Pennsylvania in the lineup of our events. For anybody out there that hasn't heard about them yet, I basically try to get everybody on the stage who unapologetically shares the truth at one time. So we have... Uh, Cash Patel, President Trump, sort of a, a chief of staff right now. You've got uh, Charlie Kirk, uh, Dr. David Martin, Mel Kay, Owen Troyer, Alex Jones, Mike Lindell, uh, General Flynn. I'm just reading off the list here. We've got, I mean, there's so many big, big speakers at one time. we got Jim Brewer, the comedian. We've got uh, 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 Scott McKay, Sam Sorbo, Kevin Sorbo, Dr. Jane Ruby. I mentioned uh, Eric Trump. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Pastor Mark Burns, Pastor Greg Locke, uh, Dr. Judy Mikovits, uh Dr. There's eighty, eighty some odd speakers, and if you go to TimeToFreeAmerica.com, you can request your tickets. And the way we do it is, you can name your price. So no matter uh, how much you you want to pay, uh, you know, you just could go to time to freeamerica.com and name your price. These events do cost me. Um, over a quarter million dollars to put them on. And uh, I don't take any income or salary from these events. Um, as you know, because you, 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 you were at the, uh, the Virginia Beach event. I mean, they're, they're sold out and they're great energy, but it costs a lot of money to put these on. So we just let people choose the price they want to pay. Uh, they're Joe at time time2freeamerica.com.
0: So here's the thing. Here's why you need to go. There are a lot of reasons why you need to go. Great, great American patriots, uh, great community of believers. But here's the thing. If you've ever been to... Uh, maybe a worship service. If you've ever been to a gathering of a, a, a fellowship event that fills you up, that gives you that tingly feeling, some people like feel like someone spilled a warm drink on their back. This is the environment for that, guys. It, it's busy. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's it, it's a busy event, but it's the right kind of busy. It, it's uplifting. It's encouraging. It, it makes you feel. It makes you realize that you're not crazy. And that's what Uncloseted Conservative is all about. Is everyone at the event conservative? Absolutely not. I met a lot of liberals. I met a lot of card carrying Democrats there in Virginia Beach, which there are a lot of. I grew up in Virginia Beach. Um, but the thing is, the the truth just speaks to your soul, okay? Mm. Um, so if you can make uh, these events, guys, definitely, definitely, uh, it's worth the time. It's It's worth the investment. I was going to wear your shirt. I'm walking I'm like, I'm not going to spend any money while I'm here. Um, But they just have one of the greatest shirts available. And I must have had my blinders on carrying gear in and out um, of the building there. But you've got a shirt that just says, Jesus is king. Uh, And I was going to wear it for the broadcast, but I actually wore it like two days ago. So it's in the... The laundry
3: Well that's what it's all about <laughs> to be, is Sharing the gospel You know so many people Come to me and they go Wow I've never been To a political event Where they share the truth Like this And I always tell people I consider, consider it to be A, a revival A, a truth telling event mm. I consider it to be um, God first Country second I mean I care about my country, but we have God-given rights. We talk a lot about how we have uh, you know, God-given rights, but if we take God out of everything, we don't have anything. So I, my event is God first and then America second, and then, that, and then order. And so what I wanted to do on today's show is I wanted today's show to be like, kind of like that 15- that or 20-minute show that you can use to wake up your family and friends. You know, so if you're listening right now, I'm, I'm working off the assumption that you're awake maybe, but maybe you have family and friends that are like, well, prove it to me. Okay, that's fair. I love that. So let's go here. This is the first clip I'm going to play. This is Deborah Burks on Fox News uh, saying this out loud. Let's listen to it. Here we go.
1: I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection, and I think we overplayed the vaccines, and it made people then...
3: Work- now, Joe, I'm going to back it up one more time, and then maybe you can interpret what she just said here. I, again, you know, because the media would per- portray, there's very smart scientists experts that really know what's going on where you and I, you know, don't know what's going on is the way the media tries to portray it. So I'm going to go ahead and play it again and see if you can explain, maybe get out the socket puppets and explain to me what this means. Here we go.
1: I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. And I think we overplayed the vaccines and it made people then worry that it's not going to protect against severe disease in hospitals.
3: Okay, sir.
0: uh, What what does that mean to you? (laughs) Uh, well, I know that uh, here uh here is, I, I knew when I first saw her that she is something of a real life supervillain. Um, and that's the last disparaging thing that I'll say about her. But if my understanding of the English language is correct, it sounds like they knew at the onset, like one Dr. Robert Malone knew, um, mm-hmm. that this wasn't the appropriate treatment for COVID. And, and it, it, you could almost say that the vaccines uh, were never going to work. Hmm. That's a way to interpret. Okay. Well,
3: this is the second clip. This is Yuval Noah Harari. Okay. This is the top advisor for Obama, Zuckerberg. I mean, Obama praises him. Top advisor for Klaus Schwab. Look him up, folks, on YouTube. Obama, Zuckerberg, Gates. They all love him. Yuval Noah Harari. (laughs) Everyone loves this
0: guy. They love him. I just read your name. Oh, yeah. Clay, I'm I'm not afraid of monkeypox, Clark. I've been talking about this for 90 days.
3: For anybody out there that doesn't know about (laughs) monkeypox, If you go to time to and you click on the button that says monkeypox, time click on the button that says monkeypox. When you click on it, you're going to see that the monkeypox pandemic or scandemic or emergency was prophesied, planned, and or predicted by the Nuclear Threat Initiative. 15 months before it happened, the Nuclear Threat Initiative is funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. It was started by Ted Turner 21 years ago. How did they know? Okay, this is you've all Harari, stating out loud what science is all about. Listen, they, they love this guy. You all know Harari. He's, he's a key member of the World Economic Forum. Listen to what he says. I think the chief value of science is power. Science is mainly about gaining power, gaining power over the world. They use truth to some extent on the way to achieving power or to achieving uh, order, but this is not uh, say, their say highest Say more a bit power, about power? What, what do you mean? I think science as an institution is interested in gaining the power, to gain control over the world. Science is not really, at least this is my view as a historian, science is not really about truth, it's about power. Could you summarize what he just said? I just, Joe, again, I, again, you might have to get the sock puppets for me. You obviously can understand the (laughs) words coming out of his mouth and understand what he means when he says things. However, I, maybe I need some help. What is he saying?
0: Uh, And the thing is, we got to hear it from him because we're conspiracy theorists and we have tinfoil hats and all of this nonsense. Guys, this is about taking away your individual liberty, your freedom. That real true freedom, real liberty, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom, is the ability to do the right thing. And they're trying to take that away by making their globalist agenda the only option, the the under-the-skin surveillance the only option. Uh, so this this isn't a safety play. This isn't a science play. This is a power play. So says the guy, I'm not showing the screen. Here it is. So says the guy's making the power play. Unbelievable. Okay, let's play the next clip here. This is, uh, again, I'm just
3: trying to wake up your family and friends. Okay, so the World Health Organization came out and said the following, and I wanna, I'm going to play the audio clip once half your listeners will, will pass out uh when they hear this because it's so crazy but listen to it this is the world health organization here we go the world health organization is warning that new outbreaks of monkeypox and Lassa fever may be linked to climate change i'm out. play it again here we go the world health organization is warning that new outbreaks of monkeypox and Lassa fever may be linked to climate change uh love to get your thought what what is that what, what are they trying to do right there what do you, what do you see that being all about
0: I see it about being about the one world uh, government takeover. That that's what these guys are after. There's that face everyone uh, knows and loves. So basically, if he's saying it, uh, if uh, the other baldy locks is saying it, 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 it's it's a power play. They're they're telling you it's, it's these Freudian slips where they're telling you the means by which they are going to try and usurp authority and they're going to try and take over your lives. Uh, through monkeypox and through, um, you know, uh, uh, St. Fauci, you know, full of grace has been saying that there's going to be, you know, a great pandemic uh, and it's going to cause things to reset. But don't say great reset. That, that's not mm-hmm. what it is. That's exactly what it is. This is exactly what you need to show uh, your family and friends that somehow are still asleep. Now, next next,
3: uh, knowledge bomb I want to share. This is more of a question. Zimbabwe just announced they're moving away from the U.S. dollar and moving to gold, a gold-based currency. Why is that significant, Joe, for anybody who has been uh, buying into the mainstream media lie that inflation is still under 10%? I mean, because the inflation rate right now, if you go buy an avocado or gas or hardware, lumber, let's say, everything has gone up, let's say, on average, more than 50%. If you're listening right now, I mean, I'm asking the question rhetorically, how much has the cost of gas gone up, the cost of plywood gone up, the cost of food gone up? So why is it significant that Zimbabwe is
0: moving over to a non-fiat backed currency? Because this is actually, I couldn't have planned this any better. This is a million dollar banknote from Zimbabwe. You can you can see it right there. Uh, because they they know they've lived through hyperinflation, ultra inflation. you know, and the Fed, they went from 8.6 to 9.1%. It used to cost me $20 to fill up my little Ford. Now it costs me $54. That's not 9%. I'm not an economist. Uh, but fiat currency, these, these dollar bills, and I keep this around because we used to make fun of the $2 bill. You know, people used to say that, well, I don't want to get us taken down. There used to be a saying about a $2 bill. Not real money, not backed in anything. This is real money. This is this is an ounce of silver. I'm one of those crazy uh, silver and gold people.
3: Oh, they're um, they're saying it. They're saying it out loud. Yeah. And this is really important for us to to wake up to what's what's happening now. This is this is big here. Okay. So, um, the nuclear threat initiative. Again, they they prophesied the COVID 19 pandemic. Okay. Um, they they prophesied the, the the nuclear threat initiative. I'm sorry. They they prophesied. This organization prophesied there would be a monkeypox outbreak. So, again, the Nuclear Threat Initiative, they said in advance there's going to be a, a monkeypox outbreak. Now, I want people to listen to this next clip here. And this next clip um, is uh, reported by Stu Peters, investigative journalist. But listen to what he says here.
2: Our nation faces and back it up, and
3: here we go. Uncensored, unafraid, and unstoppable, July 22nd, 2022. Welcome to the
1: Stu Peters Show. My name is Stu. Well, the world took a big step, a massive step toward the great reset yesterday. World Health Organization concluded the second meeting of its new intergovernmental negotiating body. This panel, the INB, is drafting a so-called pandemic treaty. And after this week's meeting, they announced openly what their plan for that treaty is. It's not gonna be a set of guidelines. It's not gonna be a statement of intentions. No, the representatives at WHO said that they want this pandemic treaty to be legally binding on every WHO member country. If that's what they do, then when this treaty arrives, Goodbye, Constitution. Pull
2: Bill of Rights. I'm here today with a message. As president, I have a responsibility to act with urgency and resolve.
3: Why is that significant for everybody to know right now that the World Health Health Organization is drafting uh, a, a treaty that would take our sovereignty? I mean, Joe, why do you feel like that's maybe, you
0: know? It, it's one world government, guys. It's what it is. The, the who's been after it. Uh, we've talked to James Roguski about this several times. Those initiatives used to be underground. Here's the, here, This is the biggest wake-up call that Clay just played. Those initiatives used to be done in the dark rooms and secrecy. Now they're just doing it out loud. They are that close, and it's on their website that they think they can have this thing in effect by 2030. It's 2022 right now. It's insa- it's insanity. It's a, now, this is the next audio.
4: I'm
3: trying to wake up your family and friends. That's kind of my theme today, how to wake up your family and friends, okay? So this would be uh, Dr. Malone is on the Reawaken America Tour. Uh, he's the guy who's credited as having invented the mRNA technology. He claims that his technology is being misused in a way he didn't see uh, being used to push the transhumanism agenda. But listen to uh, Dr. Malone explain what's going on with the COVID-19 shots. And I'll kind of tell you who you're listening to here. This is a, starts off There's with Dr. Robert Malone speaking. Here we go.
2: There's a report from, a joint report from the government of the UK
0: and Germany about transhumanism. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you know, this is one of the agendas of the World Economic Forum that's yeah. not hidden. It's not a conspiracy, transhumanism. And and they talk about the RNA vaccines as an entry point, uh, oh, kind of opening that space uh, ethically and otherwise.
3: This is Klaus Schwab talking, and Klaus Schwab is telling Charlie Rose what the Great Reset is all about. Here we go. Ladies.
4: And you see, the difference of this forced uh, industrial revolution is, it doesn't change what you are doing; it changes you. If you take a genetic editing, right. uh, just as an example, it's you who exactly. are changed. Yeah. And of yeah. course, this has a big impact yeah. on
0: your identity. I think he's going to be a lot of breakthroughs on. The message.
4: Elon
3: Musk explain. Elon Musk owns CureVac one of the largest mRNA manufacturing facilities on the planet, okay? This is Elon Musk. It's kind of quieter, so just kind of listen in, folks. Here we go.
0: There's going to be a lot of breakthroughs on the medical front, uh,
2: particularly around synthetic uh, mRNA. Uh, You can basically do anything with uh, synthetic uh, RNA, DNA. Um, it's It's like a computer program. So, I mean, I think with enough with with uh, with effort, that's not too crazy. You could probably stop aging, reverse it if you want. Um, these are you can basically do anything. You can turn someone into a freaking butterfly if you want with the right DNA sequence. Uh,
4: so I think the first the the first things that I'm hopeful to see it is other vaccines, other than COVID. This is the head of Pfizer speaking. Full vaccine with mRNA, single vaccine.
3: Okay, so they're letting you know. Now, final clip I want to play. This is Alex Jones, who's on the Reawaken America tour. Uh, I'll be a a guest hosting for him on Monday. Uh, Many people know that Alex Jones turns out to be right more often than wrong. And Alex Jones recently was on Steve Bannon's show uh, describing the emergency powers that Biden will now have as he declares this climate emergency. Listen to this. And it's, again... These are all facts. I'm just trying to share this to wake up people, Joe. I'm just trying to give people the facts, give them the truth here so people
4: can wake up. Here we go. Backing it up. Biden said, I'm already planning a climate emergency by executive order. That means dictatorial order. And he said in a few weeks, we'll make the announcement. He hasn't had the press conference yet, but I have right here in my little pause, the document. Before the show, I only had time to read half of it. It just came out an hour ago, and it is devastating document. It's 50-something pages long, but when you go to page four, I just got a massive chill. Woo! When When you read page four, baby you know you're not in Kansas anymore and you're sure as hell not in a free planet. Stop all oil and gas drilling. Stop all energy exports. Sri Lanka's coming to
3: America right there. That's what's happening. So I just encourage everybody today, I've got three calls to action for everybody out there and a bonus fry, a bonus one, okay? One, go to timetofreeamerica.com. Go there today. You can download the documentary for free. Uh, you can download my new book called The Great Reset versus The Great Reawakening. You can download that for free. Um, you can watch the documentary for free. You can download the book for free. All that's free, time freeamerica.com. Just go to the shopping cart if you want to watch the documentary for free. You can download the book right there on the homepage for free, time Um, Three, you can buy a ticket to the Reawaken America Tour. Come to this event, learn the truth about election fraud, medical fraud, religious fraud, monetary fraud. But call to action number two, get right with God. I, I mean it, the Euphrates just dried up and someone says, I don't understand why that matters. That's okay, your pastor probably didn't talk to you about it. Revelation chapter 16, verse 12. I mean, the Euphrates just dried up. Someone says, well, what does that have to do with anything? You know, Putin I just- I, I, I think, uh, think I read, I read that,
0: that in, a, in a book
3: somewhere. Yeah, Putin just scheduled a meeting with Iran and Turkey. This is a real thing. Making an agreement between Iran and Turkey, this would fulfill Ezekiel chapter 38, one through six. Biden just scheduled a meeting, he met with Israel to declare a two-state solution for Israel, thus returning Israel to its pre-1967 borders, and he did this 666 days after President Donald J. Trump signed the Abraham Accords. If you don't believe me, go to Rumble, type in 666, you can see the dates right there. So I'm just telling you, you, you got to get right with God, you got to do that, okay, I'm just invite our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ into your heart apologize for your sins, and then repent, which means go the other way. Pursue Christ. You don't have to be perfect to join Team Jesus, but you gotta get right with God. You gotta repent. You gotta apologize. You gotta get right with God, and then seek to live, live more Christ-like, get, to, to, to seek to serve him, okay? Final call to action. Read Matthew chapter 24, and then read the rest of the chapter later too, by the way. Read Matthew chapter 24, because the apostles were saying, Jesus, how do we know when you're coming back? What are the signs that you're coming back? And he lays it out very clearly. And it's all happening right now. It's all happening right now. So I just encourage everybody today, get involved at time freeamerica.com. read Matthew chapter 24 and get right with God. And Joe, thank you so much for carving out time. I know my schedule's crazy, but I appreciate you carving out time. And thank you for shaking my hand uh, and coming to the tour in Virginia Beach. I hope you had a great time.
0: I did, I did. And thanks for the invite. Uh, guys, everything Clay, played- clark just said like i ditto uh and and the sri lanka thing if you're not aware the reason that they broke into the presidential palace the reason there's this coup it it's all this stuff is connected this esg stuff they had one of the highest esg scores in the world i think they had 98 percent um uh we're sitting at 50 something because we're evil america uh, but it creates an untenable environment, okay? An untenable environment where all of Bill Gates' farms, because of all the farmland he's buying up, where they, they won't be able, even if they wanted to, they, they won't be able to grow the food that we need. This is this is how it's always done, okay? This is how Lenin did it, Stalin did it. Uh, this is, it's not even Marxism by another name. It, it's just... Just crack open a book, uh, go to one of the Reawaken America uh, tour stops, guys. Uh, one more time. Joe, what are you doing? I closed the website. Uh, so, one more time, the website is it's
3: time to free America.com. That's time to free America.com. And if you want faster service, you can text the number. This is my uh, a secret uh, code number that I give out to everyone. It's secret in that if you only share it with, with your friends and family and the people you know and like and trust, Only they will have this information. Uh, My phone number is 918-851-0102. Text the number 918-851-0102 and you can request tickets to the Reawaken America Tour. You can request tickets to the Reawaken America Tour. Just text the number 918-851-0102. That goes to my phone. It's the Fast Pass. Joe, thank you so much for allowing me to be here. I appreciate you.
0: You, my friend, are a great American. Thank you. Thanks, Clay. Have a good one. Always a pleasure. Take care. All right. Guys, that is the show for today. Uh, I'll have those links down below, which is kind of funny that I didn't put them in there already. Uh, But yeah, honestly, you learn about what's gone on in Sri Lanka and kind of superimpose that onto what's going on here uh, in the States. And it's, that's exactly what they want. And it's, it's not just to say because of death and destruction, that is a byproduct, but it's control. Control is what they want, and usually it it, it occurs this way. They're, they're taking over the farmland. They're controlling manufacturing process. They're controlling uh, the supply of food, the distribution of water. Um, <laughs> they already proved that they could get you all to stay home for weeks, months, years, to not work, to not provide uh, for yourself, to shred your own emotional, mental health and stability. They've already proven that. <sighs> so if you think that this time will be different, if you think that, you know, you'll take the stand now, I, I hope you will. I, I I, hope and pray that you will. Uh guys, I, I could go on and on about this stuff. Thanks for listening. This is The Joe Mobley Show. Make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. I love to hear uh, from you guys. Send me your thoughts. It's ask at thejoemoblishow.com. Send an email to ask at thejoemoblishow.com. Uh, just make sure that you're, you're subscribed to this somewhere other than YouTube because I am on my last thread uh, with YouTube. They're They're getting ready to pull the plug. Uh, over there. So just make sure that you're subscribed somewhere else or on my email list. And uh, guys, that's all I got. I hope you have a good one. I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Joe Mobley Show. Remember to subscribe and make sure you don't miss out on future content. You can always show your support by leaving a review or making a financial contribution by going to thejoemobleyshow.com and hitting support the show. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.